the pom pom A newborn king to see power on the pom pom Our finest gifts we bring power on the pom pom To lay before the king power on the pom pom So to honor him, power on the pom pom. When we come.
can't understand why I'm not fixed by now. Begged and I have pleaded, take this pain, but I'm still pleading. Heart, trust you for certain. Head says it's not working. I'm stuck here, still hurting. But you tell me you're
I was there the moment that it happened But you couldn't see me through the pain I caught every tear as they were falling When you lost your heart that day Yeah, you lost your heart that day Now you only see through broken lenses Trying to keep your head above the shame You believe the lie that I am distant But I hold you every day Yeah, I hold you every day If you could see it through my eyes
Hello, hello. Welcome to Sefer Elohim, Tabernacle Pro Ministries. This is Kim or Mickey, your local rabbi and minister. So we have completed three and four. I'm going to start three in my book here, and we will go all the way through to four reading the story of Hadassah. I'm not going to explain anything because we are going to see where she was talking about the orphan spirit in the next several chapters. We're going to go to Hadassah or Esther 3. And it says, After these things, King of Xerxes promoted Haman, son of Hamadath, the Agagite, elevated him to in his office and made him the highest ruler among nobles. All of the officials of the king at the king's gate bowed down and paid homage to Haman. For is what the king had commanded to be done for him, but Mordecai would not bow down. And pay homage. And basically the story goes on explaining what's going on. We're going to talk about the king's officials within the king's gate asked Mordecai, Why do you disobey? The king's command. Finally, after they had spoke to him day after day, he still refused to comply. They informed Haman in order to see whether Mordecai's behavior would be tolerated. Now, Mordecai was informed that they, they that he was a Judean or Judah. When Haman saw for himself that Mordecai did not bow down to pay homage, Haman was filled with rage. However, his arrogance, he arrogantly refused to execute just Mordecai. He had told him who Mordecai's people were. So Haman sought a way to destroy all the Judeans throughout the whole kingdom of Xerxes and Mordecai himself. In the first moon, which is the moon of Nisan, in the twelfth year of Xerxes, they cast Pur, which is lots, in front of Haman to select the day and the moon the lot fell on, the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, month, which is the moon of Adar. After the lots were cast and indicated the day and the moon, Haman brought the matter before the king and said, There is a certain people scattered and dispersed among the people in every providence of your kingdom. Their laws are different from all other people's, and they do not even obey the king's commands because this is not proper for the king to allow them to continue. If it pleases the king, let it be according to they that they are to be destroyed. I will pay 10,000 talents of silver, about 375 tons of silver, directly to the king's treasury to carry out this process. <clears throat> so the king removed his signet ring from his hand and gave it to Haman, son of Hamadath the Agagite, the enemy of Judea. The king said to Haman, If your money and the people are yours to do with as you please. The king described scribes were summoned on the thirteenth day of the first moon, 
and the decree was written exactly as Haman had di dictated to the king's statraps, the governors of the large provinces, the governors over all the small provinces and cities, over every province, to the officials of all the people in the name of the king Xerxes. It was sealed with a royal signet. The scribes wrote this in the scripts of each province and the language of each people. This letter was dispatched by terrorists to all the kingdom provinces and destroyed to destroy and kill and annihilate the Judeans. Every man, boy, and every woman and child in a single day. The thirteenth day of the twelfth moon, the moon of Adar, and the plunder their possessions. A copy of this document was to be issued by the law in every province and to be made known to all people that they should be ready for the day. The terror went out quickly at the king's command, and the decree was proclaimed in Susa, the citadel. The king and Haman sat down to drink, while the city of Susa was in a state of confusion. Which is interesting that that would be said. Now remember... When I get done here, I'm going to do a comparison. We've already completed the book, almost completed the, the book of the anointing of Esther. When Mordecai learned of everything that had been done, Mordecai tore his clothes and dressed in sackcloth and ash and went out into the city walls, wailing loudly and bitterly. He went as far as the king's gate, but no one might enter the king's gate clothed in sackcloth. And in every province there where the king's decree was proclaimed, there was a loud mourning among the Judeans, with fasting, weeping, wailing, and many laying in sackcloth and ash. When Adas's maids and eunuchs came to inform her, the queen was deeply distressed. She sent clothing to Mordecai to wear, so he could take off his sackcloth, but he refused to accept it. Then Hadassah summoned Hashmat, one of the royal eunuchs whom the king had appointed to wait on her, ordered him to go to Mordecai to learn what was troubling Mordecai and why. Mordecai informed him of everything that had been taken place, as well as the amount of money Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasury to have the Judeans destroyed. He also gave him a copy of the written documents which had decreed their destruction as proclaimed by Shusa, so he might show it to Hadassah and explain it to her, and so he might instruct her to go to the king to intercede on their behalf and plead in front of him for her people. Hashmat returned and told Hadassah everything Mordecai had said. Then Mordecai gave Hadassah the message to Mordecai saying, all the king's officials and every people of the king's providence knows that any man or woman who goes into the inner court of the king without having first been summoned, that there is only one penalty, but put to death. The only exemption to the penalty is if the king, the king to exceed the golden scepter to him, and only then may he live. And I have not been summoned to come to the king's presence for the past 30 days. They relayed this message to Hadassah. To Mordecai. From Hadassah to Mordecai. Mordecai sent an answer back to Hadassah. And said 
do not think that because you are in the king's house that you alone and all the Judeans will escape. For if you persist in keeping silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet, who knows if you have not come to the royal throne for just such a time as this. Then Hadassah sent a message to Mordecai. Go and gather all the Judeans now in Susa. Fast for me. Do not eat nor drink for three days, neither night nor day. I also and my maidens will fast as you do. When this is still being done, I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. And then Mordecai left and carried out the instructions Hadassah had given him. So there we go. We will do chapter 5 and 6, 7 and 8 later. Um, I'm going to call it a day. And that is our reading for Hadassah, directly from the Father's words. Um, I do, and I love you guys. Pray for Jerusalem and the peace of Israel. And pray for peace of our nation right now. It's needed. Bye.